0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Mizrak And today we are back with another interview, joined by Rutgers baseball player Josh Grauer. Josh, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy to be here, guys.
0: Well, we're happy to have you. And like I mentioned, you know, you're playing baseball for Rutgers. But before we get into the collegiate career that you've had last, you know, year and a half, coming up on two years here, um, when did you first pick up a bat and a glove and start playing the sport of baseball?
1: Um actually my mom introduced me to baseball when I was, I think, two years old. And I've just been playing ever since. I just fell in love with the sport at a young age, and that's what I'm doing now. So
0: was it just one of those, you know, t-ball baseball is one of those early age sports, or was there a specific reason she got you into it? Oh, uh, I mean, my mom was an athlete, so she wanted to
1: me to explore different Sports. I played a lot of sports growing up, but I mean, she got me the little tights, glove, the little foam bat, stuff like that. So
2: now, going to some other other
0: sports. What other sports did you play while growing up?
1: Uh, I played soccer and basketball when I was
0: growing. Up. Was there ever a shot that soccer or basketball would have come over baseball? Um, I really liked soccer at a young age, but then
1: as I got older, guys just got really good. Just the different skills that wasn't for me. And basketball. I love basketball. I was a good point guard. I could really pass the rock, but nothing compared to baseball. was always baseball first.
0: All right. So, you know, you play shortstop and shortstop is usually regarded as one of the more athletic positions on the field. Um. So what led you to shortstop and was it that, you know, athleticism that you have?
1: Um, I've always regarded myself as pretty athletic, and I mean, shortstop's a premier position, and I think the most important thing about the position is being a leader on the field. I mean, you control everything, you're involved in probably the most plays out of anyone, so I think just playing on a spot like that and being a leader at a young age growing up, I mean, I think that's why I chose to play there.
0: Now, is there any correlation with that, you know, shortstop being a leader and, you know point guard being the the passer there is there any correlation between those two positions um definitely I mean
1: being a leader on a baseball field and being a leader on a basketball field are pretty similar I mean I mean just being a point guard and just controlling everything running the offense I definitely think there's a correlation
2: there sure so what were kind of some of the differences growing up between playing you know travel baseball and then going to play school baseball
1: I think just the competition level. I mean, I'm from Somerset. I went to Franklin High School right here in New Jersey, and the baseball was good. I mean, it wasn't nothing like you see in college. It wasn't always facing 90 mile hour plus. I mean, we faced guys that were throwing 70 mile hour fastballs. But going into travel ball, you face premier guys. Guys going to all these power five and Division one schools. So I think just the difference in that was just the players on each team,
0: but I mean, I love travel ball because it gets you ready for anything, you know? Recruiting is also kind of one of those things that a lot of people get out of travel ball. So what was the recruiting scene kind of like as you were going around and playing baseball against so many other guys that are at the level you're at today? I think
1: the, the recruiting process was fun. I mean, at the time of high school, you just want to go out and play, and whoever sees you, sees you. And like you said, the competition and just playing against these other just high-level athletes in high school, it creates a tension. Uh, I, would, I played for full count as my travel ball team based out of Middlesex in Jersey, and we would go down to Georgia, Florida, for the Jupiter uh, tournaments and just millions of scouts there, millions of colleges there, stuff like that. So being seen there really helped me.
0: You stayed home, you stayed in New Jersey, went to Rutgers. Um, you know, what went into that other than just being so close and in, in state?
1: I think that was one of the biggest reasons. I mean, having my parents come watch me play every so little was a big thing for me. And I live 15 minutes down the road from campus. So having them come to watch me play is just an awesome feeling that not many guys get to have. So that for as long as my college career, they can come watch me play. That's just special to me but also just the coaching staff. Um, when I heard that Coach Owens took over the coaching job here at Rutgers and just his staff with Coach Monahan, Coach Pederuto, Coach Garza, just being around coaches like that and just how they run things and just the care level they have for me as a person, not only me as a baseball player, but played into a big factor why I chose to come to Rutgers.
2: Sure. Now, you had a nice little streak um, going on at the end of your freshman year. You had uh, 29 consecutive games on base. So when you're doing that, how much did you know your confidence go up throughout that streak?
1: Um, the confidence went up mightily, but it's crazy because I didn't even know about the streak. I mean, you can ask any baseball player, I feel like, when they're going through stretches, whether they're seeing the ball well, hitting the ball well, having good at-bats, you don't know how many times you're getting on base every game. You're just going out there having fun, but confidence was definitely high. And last year I had a ton of older guys to help me during my freshman year. So they paved the way for me to just go out and have fun. They made it easy on
0: me, you know. When you have that, you know, extra bit of confidence from a streak like that, where you said, you know, you're seeing the ball well, does it almost come more natural when you're, you're in that good streak of hits and, you know, just seeing the ball well, like you said?
1: Definitely. I mean, you guys know baseball is a sport of failure, and it's, it's hard to have that confidence when things are going well. But, I mean, when you're seeing the ball well and you're hitting the ball well, I think just the confidence level that you have allows you to play more naturally because you just – you don't think. You just go out there and do it and just continue to enjoy the game.
0: Now, last year, you know, you guys made it to the Big Ten Championship, and you even hit a home run in that game against Michigan. What does that do, you know – for both you and your team, just knowing, hey, you know, we made it there last year. And how, how does that boost the team morale?
1: I think that's making it to the Big Ten Championship game was awesome. And, I mean, I, I, I would be lying if I say it wasn't expected with the group we had last year. And just team morale boosted us to another level, you know. I mean, we thought no one could beat us, you know. And just the team camaraderie we had, just the chemistry we had. That, that helps with confidence, too, you know. When the guys at the top of the lineup, bottom line, starters, the bullpen, are all firing on the same cylinder, it it goes a long way.
2: Yeah. Now, on, more on your personal side, you know, you made the All-Big Ten freshman team and then third team All-Big Ten. So how was – what was kind of that reaction whenever you got those accolades?
1: Those accolades were really cool. I mean, I put a lot of work into my craft and just – I pride myself on working hard. So it's always great to get recognized. I mean, I kind of don't like the awards just because I really am a team player at heart. And, you know, I want I want to win a Big Ten championship for the team. I want to win for Rutgers. But it's always great to be recognized, especially in the Big Ten conference.
0: Whether it's as a player or a leader or just as a team, how do you think you've developed from your freshman year to now?
1: I think, I think leadership has been a big thing. Um, last year, like I told you guys, I had a ton of different guys, older guys, especially Danny's the Georgia, a shortstop senior. And he really helped me during my freshman year, and especially now because he's not here, but I learned the things that he would do, you know, just the extra work he would put in, just going out to practice, being in the locker room when he didn't have to be just because he wanted to be around the guys, you know, just stuff like that. And I mean, I pride myself on being a leader and. We got a lot of new faces this year, a lot of freshmen, and I want to be what Danny was for me to them, you know. I just – I pride myself on being a leader and just – you always continue to grow, you know. Um, I'm learning new things this year that I didn't learn last year. I learned things last year that I didn't know this year. So just continue to grow and just continue to enjoy the game. That's really it.
2: Sure, now, your team is currently on a five game winning streak. So, and you got a big game tomorrow against St. John. So, how do you plan to continue um, moving that winning streak forward?
1: Um, I think we get coached well. Just we're always prepared for every game. And I mean, obviously, we're on a little hot streak right now, but we try not to look at it in the big picture. We try and just take one game at a time. And we know that we struggled a little bit early in the year, but like you guys said, team morale has never been higher. The chemistry has never been higher. And we're playing with a lot of confidence right now. So we hope to go to St. John's tomorrow and just play at our ability that we know we can.
0: I got a little two-part question here for you. So first off, when you're in the batter's box, is there anything you're looking at from the pitcher or anything to know, hey, you know, this might be a good pitch? What are you what are your cues that you're paying attention to? Um. It's hard to look for cues. Different pitches are different. I may look
1: for just the way they're moving the ball around and stuff like that. But, I mean, the biggest thing for me is just being on time and seeing what his delivery is like. I mean, we face different submarine guys over the top, long-arm, short-arm guys. So just being on time with that and, I mean, always being ready for the heater, you know. You can adjust to all speed, but you got to be ready to hit a fastball, especially guys throwing 93, 94-plus, you know. Good stuff. But that's really what I look for.
0: Now, on the flip side, you know, the infield, it's not too long, you know, from the batter and that the exit velocity is coming out sometimes over 100 miles per hour. How are you able to react? You know, what are you what are you looking at on the field or from the ball when you're trying to react to it for a ground ball?
1: I think it's it's definitely goes into a lot of preparation. I mean, we practice hard all the time. Definitely practice has helped me. Just get those instincts on where to be, be ready, having a prep step. But, I mean, just being locked in for every pitch, you know. One pitch can change the whole at bat, can make you move to the left or the right, depending on if the guy's late, early, stuff like that. So being locked into every pitch and just having an understanding of what our pitch is throwing to give me a, a little, bit, little head start on where I think the ball is going to go.
0: Now, obviously you've got to play at least the rest of this season plus next season. And then I'm sure hopefully the pros, but you know, whether it's college pros, even beyond the pros and what you want to do, you know, after baseball, what are some of the goals you have for yourself?
1: I mean, I definitely think playing professional baseball is probably number one on top of the list. That's been a dream of mine since I've been younger. And That's really what I want to do with my life, just play baseball as long as I can. I love the sport, but I'd also like to get my degree. I know my parents have been on me about that. Of course, they take pride in education and they know how valuable it is. So I'd love to get my degree. And um, beyond that, I definitely want to do something in sports, you know, whether that's coaching, starting a facility or anything to do with sports. I just want to be around it, whether it's baseball, football, soccer, basketball, anything to do with sports is something I like to do with my career.
0: You mentioned, you know, getting your degree. If you were to leave early after your junior year, how would you go about that while, you know, pursuing that professional baseball career? Would you be taking like online classes? Um, I'm not sure. I mean. I think if I did leave school early, I would put a lot of focus into
1: the baseball at that, and then maybe if the time presented itself, whether it's the off season or downtime, I would definitely take some online courses. I know Rutgers has different summer classes and winter classes, so I definitely look into stuff like that.
2: So whenever, whether it be like before a game or if you're walking to the batter's box, do you have any pregame routines or any pregame food you have to you have to do?
1: I got more than just that. I am very superstitious, whether it's – I can't even name some of the stuff I do, whether it's putting the shoe on the right way, whether it's I tap my head twice before I get in the box, whether it's what food I eat, if I I hit good after eating a pizza shop food or whatever, I'm going back to that spot for the next game, stuff like that. So I'm really superstitious. Um, I've been wearing high pants the whole year. So hopefully gonna ride that out and not switch along. long. Um, sleeping on the same side, whether it's my stomach, my back, left side, right side, whatever, whatever. Whenever I play good, whatever I do, I try to mimic that. So I'm very superstitious.
0: More so on the at bat side, obviously everybody's got a walk up song. What's your walk up song and why'd you choose it?
1: Uh, my walk up song is I think it's called "Chocolate"
0: by uh,
1: Quavo and Takeoff, I think. I think we had a series down at Mercer, and they had really nice speakers. We're just blasting music. And I heard a song, and I was like, I really like that song. Had one of our one of our pitchers. I told him to shazam it real quick for me, so I wouldn't forget it. And that's been my walk-up this year.
0: Now, whether it's life or just, you know, baseball in itself, who are your role models, or is there anybody that you model your game after? Um,
1: I think life itself. My parents are my role models. They've been the biggest supporters to me. I All the stuff I have, all that I work for is for them, and I try to pride myself in being a, a good human being, just a good person because that's who they raised me to be. And in baseball, I mean, Danny DiGiorgio, a team of mine last year, he's definitely a role model of mine, just the way he went about it. He was an awesome player. All-American last year, and... Going to the big league level, I mean, guys like Trey Turner, Bryce Harper. I'm a Phillies fan, so I'm biased. But just the way they play the game hard all the time and, you know, they give it their best effort. I love gritty guys like that.
0: Now I got to ask, are the Phillies going to run it back and finally get it done this year? Yeah.
1: I hope you ask me that question in a couple months when we start winning some games. But I think it's just a, a World Series layover, so – I'm hoping, but there's a lot of teams that are looking good right now. So, we'll see. All right.
2: So, obviously, baseball takes a big chunk of your time, but if you have any free time, you know, what do you like to do or any hobbies you have?
1: Um, I'm a pretty boring guy, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I do my homework, stay on top of classes, but I love playing video games, you know, Call of Duty, 2K, FIFA, and MLB the show. So, if I'm not at practice or if I'm not doing homework, I'll probably be in my room in my chair playing some video games with a couple of the teammates, you know, but yeah.
0: Now I got to ask, are you adding yourself into the MLB the show occasionally? Like,
1: you... <laughs> I Haven't done that for a couple of years, but I used to do that all the time. I mean, who, who doesn't, who doesn't?
0: We got one last question here for you. So, you know, if you had someone that's looking to take the next step, maybe make the uh, leap to division one or, even someone just trying to take the game a little more seriously, what would you tell them?
1: Um, My biggest advice for anyone just trying to take that leap or just wanting to be serious about baseball in general, I would just say, I know it's like cliche, but I would just say work hard. You know, I mean, practice time is great, but if you want to succeed at this level, you got to be able to work on your own, work when no one's watching and just have the motivation to Go work out or go work on your craft when you don't feel like it or when you're not going with your buddies, when they're not free. You know, when you have the time and you want to go work on something, you got to be willing to do it and you got to have that drive and motivation.
0: All right. Well, like I said, that was the last question we had for you. So, you know, once again, thank you for taking some time out of your day and sitting down with us.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate you, Ethan, JR, for making this happen. I love what you guys do.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, obviously, good luck with the rest of this, your season as it plays out. I know both of us will be watching and seeing what you guys are able to do. For sure.
1: I really appreciate that.
0: You're welcome, man. Well, Ethan, would you like to hit us with the outro? Of
2: course. So for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Fager.
0: And I'm Jared Mizrak. Signing off.
2: Hey, guys, Ethan, Jar, Thank you for listening to this episode of Double FM Sports. Jared's now going to talk about a partnership we've recently started with Made by Live.
0: Made by Live is a local clothing design brand here in my college town Morgantown, West Virginia. They make shirts with some of your favorite West Virginia athletes on them for a bargain of a price. Be sure to head over to the Instagram at made.by.live with two V's today.
2: Once again, thank you for listening to this episode and make sure to check Made by Live out.